everybody in Houston here. My brother, Greg McCray. Martez is supposed to join us, but he was unavailable right now. It's all right. You know where you fit in. How you doing, brother? I'm fine, brother. How you doing? I'm good, man. Let's jump into it. Were you able to see SmackDown tonight, first of all? What's your opinion on the Queen of the Queen of the Ring tournament? Uh, the, the Queen? Tournament? Yeah. Uh, I was disappointed that Nate only not did it. I'm thoroughly disappointed that Nate only did not get right to the bloodline yet. Um, I'm extremely disappointed by who they have um, in the semifinals over there. Um, and when I saw the bracket, I could already figure out who I, I think is going to win. Mm. I'm very disappointed by who I see on the other side of the bracket. I don't favor just yet at the moment, but I probably will as we go along, probably. But the, technically, the first to ever do it was uh, the Hall of Famer China. Almost. Because she entered the 1999 King of the Ring tournament. Uh, she she got made to the semifinals. And she got beat by a uh, fellow Hall of Famer, Billy Gunn. Yeah, yeah. She's, China's the first like, to almost I, do it. I don't like the, the draw that they got. I mean, the raw women, you know, is a little better. I don't like the, the women, the eight women they play this one. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, man. What was your pick for the King of the Ring tournament? Uh, I like it a little bit, but I do not like the, the direction that they're going in. Uh, oh, definitely. Roman Reigns, can he beat Brock Lesnar? Hell yeah. Hmm. Can Brock Lesnar beat this Roman Reigns? It should be the question. Hmm. They fought many, many a time, many a time. This is different. This Roman Reigns is a uh, is a bad A, if you will. This Roman Reigns is like you need to. A, you need to uh, recognize. A whole different level. He's got more confidence. Uh, you can say cockier, stronger. Um, 
more moves that he didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not all struck by Brock Lesnar before. Um, and even before, you no, know, Brock did all that stuff to him before and couldn't put him away. So, you know, now he got the tools he needs to go that stuff further. So he's go ahead and pick Brock out when he gets his opportunity after he gets a chance to, to, to uh, first onslaught. <laughs> Now, Brock, in my, I used to brag on Brock Lesnar. I still do now and then. But I was just highly disappointed since WrestleMania uh, 36. The last time I put my confidence in Brock Lesnar. It was the thing. I couldn't brag on the accomplishments of Brock Lesnar for 90 days. That's three months. So, and this SOB, if you will... Let me down. So my, but this go around. I'm going Roman Reigns. Yeah, I don't see right now. Nobody beat Roman Reigns to take wrestling. Mm. I don't see nobody big enough yet um, on the roster, big enough star wise, power wise, to beat Roman Reigns. Other than um, Uh, let's go. I'm looking forward to Crown Jewel. Mind you, it's Thursday, not Friday, not Saturday, not Sunday. Thursday. I want to say here in the states it'll be noon, live in the uh in the in the writer area, in writer. Here it'll be uh noonish over here. So uh, make sure you check that out. Now this year in Saudi, we're going to have a women's match. But here's the thing: their culture, uh, they require their women to cover up. So do not expect your the uh, uh, Sasha uh, pay Sasha pay. I don't know why I got paid for Sasha, uh, Becky, and Bianca to be in their traditional gear. Not over there. Long sleeve shirt, long sleeve pants, whatever. Because they want their women to cover up. I think last year, the last match they didn't have on the long sleeve. Well, that was that because that was the Thunderdome. Because that was like they designed it so it's like they look like it's in uh, it's in the Saudi thing they did in Florida for Thunderdome. They was able to go to Saudi. They had a whole bunch of boxing matches in Saudi Arabia. Ah. Uh, I'm not sure. You may be right, but I'm thinking the last women's match they had out there, that they they, they had on the long pants, but they was able to be a short sleeve. Um, so I think Natalia um, wrestling match out there with uh, what's the name of 
the women's rights. Uh, uh Lacey. Yeah, Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. It, it, I know they had on pants, you know, they don't they have on shorts. Uh, yeah. Mm-mm, not over there, baby. No short shorts over here. Over there. Now, I know, okay, well, the first woman's match they had, they had to cover the head and the coat. Oh, like, yeah. This time they didn't have to have the head and the coat. Oh, yeah. You know, they just had to have on the long sleeve and, uh, and uh, long pants. So I think, you know, it was just a step up from what it was the first number's match they had over there. I'm going to just say this. If it's a fact, because uh, Saudi, their culture is really strict against women. Yes. Very strict against women. A woman, a woman can't even walk down the street by herself. Well, yeah, that's right. She, a woman can't walk down the street by herself in Saudi. Yeah, yeah. Very protective nature and a very protective culture over there. <laughs> but it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see uh, Crown Jewel coming Thursday. Maybe on your lunch break, you can check it out on your lunch break and enjoy yourself for, those, for that little bit. And David, uh, about to say David, I, before we go any further, I got to I got to let you know. All right, today's episode is brought to you by Backup Deliveries and More LLC. They put the D in delivery. Call triple eight seven one two backup. That's B A K U P. Or hang on a second, hear me. Pull it up. I have my sponsors here, and I've got all about that. Anyway, backup deliveries and more LLC. They put the D in delivery. Triple eight seven one two backup. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the rest of the number. Y'all, just give me one second. Okay, triple eight seven one two two five eight seven. Triple eight seven one two two five eight seven. One more time. Triple eight seven one two two five eight seven. They put the D in delivery. Back to deliveries and more. LLC. You have a you have a CDL license. You can drive trucks. You might want to hook them up and work out something that's cool for you. Back to deliveries and more. LLC. Brother, let me ask you this right quick. If you were to make matches. Make matches with WWE. What would you change and what would you keep? Well, okay. Um, what would I change as far as the matches? Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I, okay, I'm gonna start with what I would keep. Uh, I'm loving the few they gonna have going on with um, Bianca Belair and uh, Becky Lynch, as well as. Uh, Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I would not have let. Uh, I would not have let uh, Sasha Banks come in and, and break it up like she did at Street Rules. But then, to, uh, let's see, you know, I can I can understand that. And that would uh, um, what I would change though is. I would have my build up to be to a point that can be a, a level of a superstar worthy of, you know, you can see them truly beat Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. the biggest problem right now is you don't have nobody especially on SmackDown built up big enough to beat Roman Reigns. Of course, the was Big E. 
for Big E to move on to getting the WWE Championship, um, becoming the third African American within the last three years to win the WWE Championship. Um, but uh, now, I take that back. Because now you have, in the future, you have Drew McIntyre on there. So I can see him being, you know, one of the few that, that could potentially do it. Mm-hmm. The question is if and when we do it. And again, I don't think that uh, that'll be uh, that be around WrestleMania after he get um, you have to have a uh, I, I, I wouldn't want to necessarily see him win the Royal Rumble, but I would like to some way that way he can earn it and get back to that point to win the Mm-hmm. Um, the Sami Zayn with the uh, materials, I'm not liking that. Um, some of the lower tier green matches, you know, not giving them the right push like, like they needed. And again, it's time, if you guys, they should have been brought their own into the bloodline. We came over there and was um, mad about not getting the respect that she wanted and all that. Okay. A bunch of shit came in like, look, baby, I got something for you. Mm-hmm. Let's go talk to the, the tribal chief. You family. I see it happening, man. Yeah. You messing, you messing with, uh, with, with, uh, with uh, Naomi's money, man. She's not being on the show. If she can't on the show, she can't work. She can't work, she can't get paid. Can't get paid, we got problems. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can't be on the show, you can't work. Can't work the show. Can't work the show, you're not going to get paid. You're not going to get paid. We got a huge problem around here. Mm. Messing with her money, and she, she can't have that. Okay, I'm gonna give you three three picks. Mm-hmm. 
somebody I see somebody that they want to push that drill stock on from NXT. I can see either Matt Riddle or Keith Bearcat Lee. Mm. Okay. Keith Lee, when he first came out of NXT, he cleanly kicked um, Drew McIntyre. He cleanly beat Randy Orton. They messed up that momentum. He should have been the U.S. champion after that. Slowly build him up so that he can, be, you know, work his way up to go ahead to that uh, WWE title picture or the Universal title picture. Even um, for a person I can see, they should have turned to, you know, to be on SmackDown, allow him to um, work his way up, um, get big match win, build it up. People get behind him, people love him. That's one of my, he's one of my favorite rappers. He, he was out because of the uh, COVID and that is actually lost his heart. And I'm happy to see that he's back healthy, back in the ring uh, with a new, uh, a new swagger. Um, that ready to do some work. Let's get it done. I'm mm-hmm. ready to see him with the world title. No. I'm gonna I'm say this. I'm gonna change my pick. I'm gonna say somebody MVP because he mentioned this years ago on Twitter, and it's so true. First of all, I'm gonna pick Nakamura. Ugh. What you mean? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wanted. I didn't like. I didn't particularly know. Like how they did the match with him and AJ Styles, mm-hmm. they should have let that be just a classic great match. Um, I, I don't, I can't, I can't see Nakamura as a, a world champion now versus back when he won the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't see it now. I'll say this, though, mine for weeks. I'll say this. MVP once tweeted on Twitter. Tweeted on Twitter. Says he said five times fast. Uh, he said that there's life outside of the E. Referring to there's success outside of WWE. And it's so true. Uh, I saw Twitter. I'm just strolling down and everything. I saw Chelsea Green. She had tried to prove that as well. She, by application to OnlyFans, they got rejected. Now, for y'all, for y'all people, y'all, y'all the gutter. Uh, it's not what you think it is, cause Selena Vega on there, and she 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 sells uh ladies' underwear, so it's not what you think it is. <laughs> y'all to get your mind together. <laughs> Although I wish it was what you think it is. I'm, I said it, you know. But anyway, the point is, there is life. There is life outside the E, as far as WWE is concerned. There's, you can't be outside of the greatest machine in the world, WWE, or wrestling entertainment, and be successful as hell. Yeah, yeah. I look across the street at AEW, and how they're there. They just celebrated their second year anniversary, uh, television-wise. And they do it all right for themselves. 
Oh, they doing more than all right. They are creating competition, much needed competition, um, for uh, the, mm -hmm. uh, the world is a better place with two um, strong wrestling companies. Um, and this is what TNA was on their way to being. TNA that somebody come in and mess up a good thing they had going. I I really wonder the thing one of the things that messed up TNA um they didn't have a strong enough backing to start going around touring, touring shows. They just should have just stayed in on that. And I believe that was one thing that, that worked 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 real well for them. You just have your show in Orlando. People come there to watch your shows. You go out for your big, you know, big pay-per-views, you know, your uh, big pay-per-view matches, mm -hmm. big house shows, uh, but everything else, you just do it in the, in the impact zone. In Orlando, you have people coming out there, you have to build up the city of Orlando. Um, you could make, you could make the city, I mean, the impact zone that you had in Orlando, you could put more seats in there and make it bigger, you can earn more money in. Then in about five years, once you know, um, get to a certain point, I believe uh, that one should have went on the road. But I think they went on the road too, too early, too fast. Mm -hmm. they, they wasn't ready for that. There's a whole lot you got to do just talking about going on the road. It's facts. And one of their favorite, two of my favorite characters from Impact, that, uh, to me, was uh, didn't really get their dues with uh, uh, the alpha male and um, what's the F? I think Monty, something the alpha male and a bit, but a uh, bit he uh, in in the uh, TNA Hall of Fame. But uh, to me, I wish I could have would love to see them uh, somewhere else. You know, I want to jump to, uh, I'm going to go old school on you. A company that you were very fond of back in the day called WCW. Uh, so I'm watching, I'm watching, uh, Ready to Rumble. Ready, the number two Rumble. And in my opinion, that was the dumbest thing I received in my life. It's mockery. It made wrestling fans like a mock wrestling fans and our intelligence. And on top of that, it's their one and only movie. I love the movie. It's a great parody. Um, I think too many people took it too literal. Mm -hmm. um, it wasn't made for the casual wrestling fan. Um, I think in the, it, it, for some people, they thought it was going to be an attempt to bring the casual wrestling fan interesting but to me it's a movie that's not made for as wrestling fans made for um people who love wrestling that it was uh, an attempt to create a brand new match in wrestling um and to me you know if it was done right it would have been a great great concept match mm -hmm. in, in real life but the way they did it just I think that was at a point like WCW was just, just doing anything. 
Speaking um, of that's one of the matches that should have stayed in the movie, but you could have had something in, in real life that could have, you know, maybe somewhere around that or something. Um, but I kind of like the match a little bit, but again, to me, the, the way they executed it when they did it at a real pay-per-view mm-hmm. messed it up. And I can't, it's been 20 years, and I still can't believe that freaking David Arquette is a former, in the record book, WCW World Champion. Yes. In the record books. And that was just to bring uh, exposure to their movie. WCW needed the money. They got paid for that. And David Arquette, uh, uh, David Arquette uh, recouped from that, and uh, yeah, David Arquette career ain't been the same since because he didn't earn it. Um, he was he shouldn't never earned it. I, I mean, mm-hmm. and, uh, WCW was going under, and they had people who had the money that could have brought it, and when they had the money that Like the first hour of the first show, the last hour. First match, the last hour. 
they stole the show still. Come on now. You know, ah, man, I'll tell you something. If we can go back in time, I remember some people said they had the ability to buy it. They, uh, back WCW, they had the ability to buy it, they would have. Like Chris Jericho, he said if he had the, if he had the money or what it costs, he would, he would buy it. Goldberg said that he had the money to buy it. Mm-hmm. If he knew about it, he would have bought WCW. announced it, he bought the whole company to fire one dude. <laughs> Jeff Jerry, I'm talking about. He fired, he bought the yeah. whole company to fire one person. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I didn't hear that. Uh, and the downfall of it is like, they came, they switched over to WWE programming. And so they have a short-lived alliance. They, I love the alliance storyline. It was just too short-lived. Yeah, yeah. It was like July to November. Yeah. That's back in the attitude era. Mm-hmm. This man, the older he gets, the more cynical he gets. The business money decisions, business money losing decisions that he makes, and he always gets saved by that one or two great business deal that he does. Mm-hmm. But he would have a ton more money if you're paying y'all paying for it and I would love to see okay look we're gonna give us what we want we're just not going to support you we do that with uh with food places yes that is fact yeah I spent some time with WCW uh it's very all their episodes are available right now on Peacock I am in the middle of uh, I wanted to say right around right, uh Jamboree. I wanted to say it was what, 90, 98? I want to say. <laughs> Jamboree 98. So I'm, I'm still, I'm on that as well. But the most insulting moment of, of a, w, a WCW is the, the finger, the finger poke of doom. 
that's one of the dumbest, dumbest WCW decisions ever made. The Yamas, the whole point of that was just to re, to unite NWO Black and White, NWO Wolfpack. Y'all could just do that. Y'all could just brought them together. Y'all gotta do all that. Ah, uh, yeah. You really could have just did it. Oh. Uh, just right into the storyline. That was one. I mean, WCW was going down the drain. They had a lot of bad decisions. They had people in the wrong position. Eric Bischoff, um, break my, um, what they should have did was, um, I felt what they could have did, should have brought out ECW and brought it in, infused ECW into WCW, have a extreme division, and let that push you up. They had the cruiserweight division, which was so good that WWE developed, instead of keeping a light heavyweight, they came up with a cruiserweight division. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Cruiserweight division was so so good that was kept WCW going along with Goldberg. And then uh, they messed up with Goldberg Street ended with a taste. I remember that. That was a horrible, like, as cool as cool it sucked at the same time. The NWO was hot until it wasn't. Mm. I remember uh, 
man, like the finger poke dog go back there for a reason. Cause the NWO was hot. I mean, then too much of a good thing. It's not good. They they ran NWO to the uh-huh. ground. Really? All right. WCW, we'll move on here. Uh, they had too many people in power that did not know what they were doing. Payoff to the next big storyline. Um, how you gonna build 
his momentum going without making his head. Um, one thing to me, um, AEW uh, didn't do, uh, I feel like they started off right with the hangman Adam Page, the way they started off. Then mm. I think they kind of lost their footing when they allowed him to lose his first match. When everything, I mean, they had it perfectly set up. You know, you know, make with tag team partners. Um, then they was having a little tension, but then they, they, they were tag team champions. They held on to the title, and they finally lost the title. And then kind of see that they was off a little bit. And then it wasn't just he really uh, became a heel and won the title. And then he started putting down Adam Page and stuff, and uh, he was undefeated. And then he lost his first match, which prevented him from winning the title. So uh, he almost, he, he had a chance to keep it going, figure out another way to bring him in, but then they kind of let him fall away. But then, um, now they're making it right now by bringing him back and um, making him relevant. Uh, when you have a long-term storyline like that, and last year they you let it super out in the middle of it, um, they got lucky and they still had the people in it by taking them off the TV for a while and then bring them, bringing them back that people can get reinvested in it. Because us as fans, we get really invested in long-term storylines. Mm -hmm. And that's why we tune into the show weekly to continue to keep up with the long-term listeners storylines. And that's a big problem, I think, with WCW. They didn't make the song. They had uh, very few times where they saw the long-term they didn't have the right people to help sustain it and keep have multiple storylines to help build off each other. And one of the WWE problems is um, you get lucky very few natural storylines that you allow to keep going, but this man stops too many natural storylines that happen.
know if he's still on, if I'm still on here recording. So we have a little technical difficulty. Hey, bro, are you still on here? Wait. Like Jim, I ain't gonna stick here. here, yeah, bro. That's there. Hang on, we'll stick here. Ah, oh, look at that. Martez doing this. Hang on, stick it. Y'all, sorry, man. My dad took problems all over the place. But Mark, hang on, stick it. You hear me? I can hear you. All right, sorry about that. We do apologize to you. In fact, we're here uh, Wrap it up for tonight. I want to thank very much my brother for being on the show with me, y'all. Thank you very much. We do apologize for any technical problems if we have any. Uh, by the way, you catch this episode and all the others on Anchor.fm Anchor.fm slash WrestleTracks, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, bro. Have a good night. See ya.